moment of honesty, this is not the Kanye West interview. And in 110% transparency, I literally just named this the Kanye West interview to trick the internet into downloading this episode of the show. <laughs> what you were listening to, uh, my name is Steve Kramer, not actually by birth, but that's my my radio, my performance name now. Um, and really quick backstory on this is that I started getting blown up the other night because Kanye West was going to retract his candidacy for president. Well, the person that made this statement was a guy named Steve Kramer. And um, so ever since then, uh, I've been getting blown up with all kind of, oh my God, Steve Kramer. And I'm like on Twitter, I'm validated as Steve Kramer. So people like tagging me and like looking for me. I'm not that Steve Kramer. I'm not that Steve Kramer. This, this actually, this podcast has nothing to do with the Kanye presidency. Uh, but if you're here, <laughs> might as well check it out anyway. Hi, my name's Kramer and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. Not just any mama's boy, you're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. I feel kind of crappy about that. It was, it was a cheap shot, but welcome to the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. Uh, if you are new here and looking for Kanye, you're going to get something quite opposite. Instead, you're going to get a feel-good podcast with the greatest woman on the face of the earth. She is the Kanye of moms. That's a weird way of saying it. I don't know if that's a good introduction for her. Uh, but she's she. my mom has got the best words of wisdom. She's going to motivate you. We're going to make you feel good. We're going to make you laugh. We're going to make you, you kind of think and go through life together. And I will introduce you to her now. Hi, Mom. Hi, honey. I mean, what do you think about Kanye running for president? What was your, your vibe on that? We don't really get we don't really talk about current events that much on this show, but uh, my mom, I'm sure, had a lot a lot of thoughts about that. Well, it'd be exciting, that's for sure. <laughs> Never be a dull moment. It has been for a couple of years now. I know. I'm almost kind of worried about if, like, uh, a a what would you call it? A, uh, a standard politician, a <laughs> classically trained politician, gets into office. I didn't know anybody's name of any sort other than the president before the 2016 election. I couldn't tell you what anybody did. I didn't know what their role was. I knew nothing about politics. But you learned real fast, starting in 2016. But everybody does, and all these characters started popping up. And I mean, even with the coronavirus, I couldn't have told you who the governor was before all that started happening, right? It was just, it's, what a year. What a year. Um, what a year. Let's write it off. Yeah, let's just move on. <laughs> Fast forward to 2021. <laughs> That'd be great. We've got to. Well, here's the latest on Kanye. And this is, you know, the problem, the reason we don't talk about current events that much on this show is because <laughs> not everybody listens in real time. And so mm -hmm. on the radio, we talk about it because it'd be that morning. But um, in, you know, in real time, it's it's a little bit different. So Kanye has apparently dropped out of the 2020 presidential election. It all happened all because this guy named Steve Kramer uh, was able to confirm that Kanye was out of the race. Apparently he was pulling in 2% of the votes so far though. 2%. I mean, that's even still pretty impressive though. You know, like to have 2% of the general election for somebody that, you know, is just not even a, a real candidate at that that's point. That's actually know? probably a lot of people. It is a lot of people. If you think about the country, you know, I don't know what percentage of people vote. Um, I'm trying <laughs> to see enough. over here. Uh, not enough. Um, mm -hmm. It said a source said that uh, that they had been in contact with Kanye's team about going to Florida. 
uh, to get the necessary signatures that could make it on the state's ballot by July 15th deadline. But apparently he needed uh, 132,000 signatures to make that happen, and he wasn't able to get it done. So um, this Steve Kramer guy, he's a get-out-and-vote specialist who was hired by Kanye's team to help out in Florida confirm that Kanye is now out of the race. So um, he <sighs> will not have a, a president. But just think about that for a second. I mean, think about a Kanye West presidency. And I don't care. Listen, I'm not here to talk about Donald Trump and like what you think about his presidency, but I really want you to think hard about what a Kanye West presidency would look like. Okay? Like that. Mm. It is like a little scary, Kim, actually. Like Kim Kardashian <laughs> as the first lady. <laughs> you got to think about this whole thing. The whole Jenner family lives in the White House. Like, no, we're not doing that. Hey, we're not be, doing it that. It could be fun. Maybe we uh, need some fun in 2021, it, right? I mean, I just, it's, everything's <laughs> oh, fine. Like this, I have, a, I have a feeling that this election is going to be one that's going to be like, it's fine. It's just, let's just, oh my God. I just don't know what's, I don't know what's going on right now. It's crazy. I'm so mad at myself starting the show today. You ever do like um, desperate snacking? <laughs> yes. Like, because you didn't you, eat you, lunch. Well, no, the problem is I ate lunch. I, oh. I ate lunch. I ate breakfast. I ate actually leftovers from last night in between breakfast and lunch. I've had plenty of food today. Um, but it's like when you really want a snack, but you don't really have snack food in your house. So instead, you got to resort to like the lowest common denominator of food in your house to like be pulled off as a snack food. Um, I So I don't – I'm really bad – at grocery shopping. I have like one thing I haven't cut out of my budget yet, which will soon go is I have these vegan cause I'm vegan. I have these vegan meals shipped into my house or delivered to my house, uh, twice a week. And they're just, just lunches. It's like, it's some salads and whatever. Um, and then I'll usually go out to eat a lot or not eat, but I'll like, have things delivered in or every now and then like last night or two nights ago, I made a pizza, like a frozen pizza or something for dinner. Um, but I don't like I, I usually buy a lot of snack food. And so my body's used to having a snack, but then when I don't have snack food here and my body wants a snack, then I'm really in trouble. So today, right before the show, I just walked into the kitchen and I'm like, I open the cupboard or the cupboard and I'm like, mm, who says cupboard, by the way? I've never said the word cupboard in my life. I don't know where that just came from. Just dying laughing about that. Thinking yeah, the cupboard. cupboard? <laughs> open the open the cupboard. <laughs> What? Even I don't say that. I've never said the word cupboard before in my life. I don't know why that just came out of my mouth. I've only said cabinets or pantry. I've never you said cupboard. A, you need a snack. Look at the cupboard <laughs> to see the perishable items in my cupboard. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. Um, I uh, opened the pantry yes. or the cabinet, if you will. And the only thing I could find that would make sense to eat was I had bought some every now and then I'll make breakfast foods like on a Sunday, I'll make some brunch or something. Mm -hmm. And I had bought some chocolate chips to put into my waffles. Well, oh, no, I was like, well, I'll just have a couple of chocolate chips. Mm -hmm. And then that literally just turned into like, I would say three fourths the bag of chocolate chips. And now my mm -hmm. body is like wired. I just had so much chocolate, so I, I'm so mad at myself. I'm so mad at myself for like just – I'm going to call it just um, – yeah, just desperate <laughs> snacking. I didn't need to eat those at all. You so know? today I'm going to have chalk super fast to keep up with you, right? 
<laughs> you really, you may have to. Um, I want to take some calls really quick about Dawsonville, Georgia. If you're new to the show, my parents, my parents live over in Dawsonville, Georgia. It's about an hour north, about an hour, hour and a half, hour, hour and a half, mm-hmm. uh, north of Atlanta. It's on this lake and on the lake, it's, uh, it's pretty, it's, uh, it's like linear, like linear. Yeah. It's really but it's, awesome. Um, it's beautiful. Yes. But then you go outside of the actual <laughs> lake. It's, it's it's interesting world up there. It's very <laughs> rural, <laughs> as they may say. Uh-huh. I don't want to say it's like a redneck. I'm just going to say it's very rural. It is. Um, yes. So I asked, because we have a lot of listeners that have come over from the Upside podcast. And so I asked the, uh, asked the question, like if you're a Georgia listener and you've listened the last couple of days about – their city hall up there, which has is the uh, <laughs> distillery, uh, moonshine distillery slash NASCAR <laughs> Hall of Fame slash city hall. Um, is that does this story sound normal to you, or is this just <laughs> a little rural? You're listening to this. Hey Kramer, it's Eileen from Georgia. I was just dying the last couple of days listening to the Moonshine Distillery stories. So I had to have my husband listen to your podcast, and we were just both dying laughing at all this back and forth. Um, My husband's been there. Uh, He went with some guys. uh, It was a guy's outing with some of the men in his family, so I didn't get to go. My husband agrees with your dad. He was more right than your mom was, but my husband kind of believes it's a little bit uh, fabricated a little bit. It's not, you know, there would be no raccoon population if that were the case, right? But trust me, since I've never been, I'll be making the trip from Flowery Branch, Georgia, up to Dawsonville uh, after this COVID stuff uh, to go to that moonshine distillery. Now I'm very curious. Um, Your shows are really entertaining. I'm really enjoying them. So talk to you later. Thanks for all you do. Kramer, my name is Ryan. I am from the Upside Podcast, and I live in Georgia. As a matter of fact, I am from Dawsonville, Georgia, and I'm pretty sure that is where your family was in the Moonshine Distillery. We have a Moonshine Distillery in Dawsonville in the City Hall. Also, we have the racing, the NASCAR Hall of Fame in the same building. It is very redneck, and it's why I no longer live there. So <laughs> it's, it's just a thing. Have a good day. Bye. <laughs> He's not happy. He's like, no, I'm getting the hell out of here. I just I really, you know what? I had the craziest idea. I had the, literally the craziest idea last night. Uh, you know, I'm trying to find ways. I, I told you yesterday that my uh, my severance for um, iHeartRadio has run out now, officially as of today or yesterday for you. And so I'm, I'm trying to like find ways to be like really creative and, and, and ways to like monetize this podcast. And I was like, I wonder if I could like, like create a trip to Dawsonville, Georgia. Oh gosh. <laughs> and like, no, but seriously, cause I was thinking my, my brother just bought all this land, right? It's almost be like, like, like a Georgia tour where we like, we could, like go to my parents' house and they like make food for everybody. And then like we could, uh, we could go to the distillery and everybody got their moonshine. And then we could go to my brother's retreat center land and like spend the night up there. You know, like I just, 
<laughs> I think there there could be a business here. I think there could be a real big, strong business model here for Dawsonville, Georgia experiences. <laughs> so I feel like we've talked about it so much now. Like, why aren't we gonna, you know, find a way to actually provide this to the people? <laughs> a Georgia experience, a rural yeah. Georgia experience in Dawsonville, and just love forest is your brother's property. Oh, he's calling it Just Love Forest? That's right. Absolutely. I didn't know, I didn't know he renamed it. Just Love, just love. Forest. Um, so speaking of my brother, he'll actually be on. I'm gonna. I, I was, I'm hoping to get it done this week, but I don't think so because we're taping the Margarita Fest oh, yeah. um, podcast later on this week. So I don't think I'm going to have a chance to get him on. But he's all about coming on. So I'll have a more Mama's Boy episode with him uh, pretty soon about the whole thing. Speaking of which, let me go ahead and put a reminder right now for you that we are going to uh, release on Monday for Monday Cheese May. It's like the gossipy stories, right? We're going to tell you the story finally of the Margarita Fest. And uh, it's the the uh, this radio station event that my ex-wife showed up to with the uh, with her new boyfriend and it caused so much drama in my life and you've even if you lived here in San Diego you may have like heard bits and pieces of the story but finally I'm gonna be able to uh, tell you and I'll, I'll tell you today I had a friend that called me and she was like hey what is this what's this margarita fest story that you've been posting about on Instagram so much because I've been kind of promoting the episodes coming up and so I'm like, oh, Lord. And so I haven't told the story to anybody for at least, I mean, it's been close to a year now. Maybe a little, maybe let's say nine months is like the last time I told the story. And I just immediately felt myself just like, yeah, I, I kind of put myself in a funk over it. You know, mm-hmm. I just, like, it still stirs up so many emotions mm-hmm. within me. And you'll see why on Monday. And for certified fans, you're actually going to get the episode early. You're going to get it on Saturday. So if you want to become a certified fan and get that episode early, you can always just text the word fans. I'm talking so fast right now. I have so much chocolate in me. <laughs> uh, text the word fans, <laughs> F-A-N-S, to 888-Kramer8. And we'll, we'll love to uh, to have you as a part of the show. I'm excited that Hula is going to be on there with you. Yeah. So and it's, it's actually by, interviewing you. Is that right? Well, I just, I didn't want to like just tell the story. Yes. I kind of wanted somebody to guide me through it and ask the questions that I feel like if, you know, if let's just say that me, you and my mom were sitting in the car that like, you would want to ask if, yes. if you were. So, uh, you know, Hula's a good friend of mine and we'll, and I don't, he asked me, he's like, listen, is there anything off limits? And I said, I don't think so. Um, <laughs> it's, it's just, it was a really tricky situation and I had to wait until I kind of cut ties with iHeartRadio mm-hmm. because I just didn't want to jeopardize anything with them. So, um, cause they were well, still paying. Well, as of July 15th, you have definitely cut ties. It's up. It's, it's done. Up, so it's. I'm actually, I'm really curious of how you're going to feel about the real story. Uh, it doesn't make anybody honestly look great. So uh, Monday, we'll, we'll, we'll break it all down. Um, speaking of certified fans, you got the nicest message. And I wanted to so recap something really quick uh, because it's a phrase that you hear a lot on the show. And maybe once a month, Mom, we need to like, I think, reestablish what it's all about. So explain to me the message you get on Instagram. So this is from a really sweet listener who says, Hello, my sweet dogs, my sweet dog child suddenly passed away on Monday and mm. love you forever has taken on a new meaning. 
Thank you for introducing me to that phrase. And that just brings tears to my eyes. She says, I am missing him dearly, but it is comforting to think about forever. And then I will see him again. And I wrote back, I am so sorry. It's so hard when we lose those we love, whether it's a person or an animal, any, any living thing. I believe love and life are eternal. Love you forever. And I hope these words bring you comfort. It's so sweet. Oh, it's so yeah, hard we, to lose an animal. It's like losing a family member. So do you want to just remind people of like your mindset of when you say love you forever, kind mm-hmm. of what you mean? And again, there's a lot of people that come in and out. So I want to make sure that mm-hmm. we kind of reestablish where we kind of where we are mm-hmm. with that saying and why it's so important to this show. Because I just said it because I believe that love and life are eternal. And that when someone you love leaves this world, their spirit is still alive and that they will love you forever and that love and life are eternal. I believe that with all my heart. And when we hang on to that or when I hang on to that, it brings me such peace to think about not only all the wonderful dogs that have been a part of my life um, and the wonderful family members and people in my life, that their spirit lives on forever. Um, That just brings me great comfort. And I first shared that um, when when Aunt, my son-in-law, who's married to my son Brian, uh, lost his mom whom I had established a Facebook relationship with because they live in, uh, the family lives in Zambia. And um, I had formed a really beautiful relationship with her virtually. And uh, I knew how much she loved Aunt. And I knew how much she loved Aunt and Brian together. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to remind him that she would love him Forever. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, we didn't ask for to, to read that message on the podcast. So I don't want to give her name, but you know, obviously, we're thinking about you, and that's. I mean, it's it is gut wrenching. All the stuff I've been through over the last you know few years. I mean, losing a dog. Lose, I lost Wiggy, who was my other Chihuahua. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was. It's just like the saddest thing. Ever. It's just so sad. Uh, it's it, it literally may have been harder than the divorce, uh, truly, when it came to just, ugh, I don't know. There's something so special about dogs. So mm-hmm. we uh, we understand and we're thinking about you. And that's the that's a, hopefully what you get from this podcast is that you do kind of get a community where we all support each other and we're here. And, right. you know, on, on the good days, we get to brag. And on the hard days, we get to ask for support. And I hope that's what you you pull from this. And really, mostly, it's just me asking for support uh, because <laughs> at least for the last <laughs> the last four months. Um, but there must be one day when things are better and I'll be able to support you and back. And it's fine. <laughs> um, so anyway, uh, we'll be thinking about you for sure. Yes. Uh, okay, Mom, let's get to our quote for today. Okay. So... I think we may have mentioned this before, but I so love it so much. It's from Steve Jobs. Have the courage to follow your heart and intuition. They somehow know what you truly want to become. 
Follow mm. your heart and your intuition. I actually was going to bring this up on the show today, but I wasn't, I wasn't quite sure the way to bring this up without sounding like a complete uh, dummy. Um, because I, uh, the thing about this podcast is it's, it's going to be as authentic as humanly possible, right? Mm-hmm. And I promised myself that when I started. But there's some times where authenticity and dealing with the real world don't always match, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And I, like, to me, this podcast has done really well, and there's been a lot of cool things that have come from it. But inside i'm still like i don't know what the f i'm doing (laughs) like i really don't and like when i stop and i think about it like the fact that within uh technically about three and a half months we have accomplished so much and not even in just listenership but like the certified fans program and with a merch line and like, I have no idea any of that, how any of that happened. I don't know. I just like, wow. Uh, and so last, last night, and I'm going to be completely honest, this may completely F up my, my business model right now, but it's fine. I got to be honest about this. So I went to lunch with a, a friend that does PR a couple of weeks ago and we were kind of talking about the podcast and she's like, Hey, you know, cause I, I told her like, I'm about to start to add commercials to the podcast and i want to uh you know and we started talking about like ways to kind of like you know monetize it and she said i've got some great clients i think we'd really love to advertise on your podcast and i'm like great and she's like i just need you to send me over like a um you know like some kind of sponsorship information and i was like "Mm, oh yeah yeah no no problem like no she's like you know just uh some show stats and some i'm like yeah she's like do you have you have an ad package already put together i'm like oh yeah yeah of course of course like (laughs) professional podcast number 15 in the country on podcast magazine like of course we're not some janky podcast of course i've got the advertising information ready to send you but then i was like Oh no. So she's been kind of asking for it, asking for it. And then, so last night, okay, so here it is. It was like eight, eight thirty, And I had just finished doing the, uh, the podcast for yesterday. I just finished editing and get it done. I'm like, okay, I've got to like send her this information. And so I, cause she had sent me an email saying like, Hey, like I've, I've got some great potential clients that I've been kind of talking to about doing podcasts and they really want to get into it. I'm like, okay. And so I, I like was like Googling, like, how do you do a podcast <laughs> uh, ad package? Uh, and so I found one and I, I started like throwing it together and I, I sent it over to her like late last night. Well, like 830 this morning, oh, no. she calls me and she goes, hey, I've got the perfect advertiser for you. Like they're super pumped up about it. Really? And, uh, and they're uh, let's, I, I want to get on a, I want to get on a, uh, a call with you guys. I want to introduce you <laughs> coming up tomorrow. And I'm like, Oh my God. Like I, <laughs> I don't, it's, and it's not, it, the problem isn't like that. I, I know how to, I can like, we can, you know, we can promote their product and, and you guys have been great, you know, with better help so far, which is a national client. I haven't had to like physically deal with. I just, you know, I just, uh, just do their program and talk about it. But this is like somebody that I literally have to like handle like an actual client that I would have to like figure out. So then I'm like, do I like, can I like have them Venmo me money? Because how am I going to even collect money? Do I just be like, Hey, just mail, just mail Steven Yancey a check. And like, how janky is that going to look? Do I, you know, do I, it, how do I, how do I make an invoice? I don't know any of that yet. So 
I know they've been checking out the show and this may have completely just botched up this, this deal, but, um, I, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what I'm doing. And like, I'm just doing it. I'm, and I don't even know how I'm doing it. It's like the universe is just pushing me. And like between people just, it's like, it's like people just kind of pop in my life that are propelling this project. If it wasn't for some amazing people behind me, I, I would not have anywhere the, the amount of success that this podcast has had, but I don't know what I'm doing. So when you say like, go back to our quote for today, mom, have the courage to follow your heart and intuition. They somehow yeah. know what you truly want to become. I don't, I don't know. Love I just know that I love doing it. I love doing the podcast. I really have enjoyed <laughs> like falling in love with this project and this brand and what we stand for. But I just, I, I'm like, all right, well, we'll see how this, how this conference call goes tomorrow. Um, I'll have to keep you posted on. And isn't it, like a dummy. isn't it awesome just to be real? Just to be well, real. I don't know if I should be real or do I go in the mar and be like, yes, yes, you, you know. always be real. Just be but real. Be authentic. It makes janky. Be it makes you. us like janky though, mom. Well, we are janky, but so what? <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. We are janky, but look how, great, like this, look how great this, we're doing is janky. I just want to come in like I know what I'm talking about. Like I just, oh uh, Lord, just yeah. We're sharing our lives. It's fun. It's so much yeah. fun, and that's what uh, people need. They need to just lighten up, be real, be you, be your authentic self, and your heart and intuition will show you where to go. Uh, I know it's true. I just know it's true. Well, uh, I'll, I'll report back tomorrow about how this call goes. I have it like right before we'll record tomorrow. So wish me luck. If you guys want to send me good thoughts, I'd, I'd appreciate it. That can actually sound like a, uh, a successful podcast uh, tomorrow. So we'll, I'll keep you posted on that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. When we get back, we like, if you knew that one of your friends was being cheated on, would you say something under these circumstances? This is a tricky one. And we're going to do it. With Ask my mom next on the certified mama's boy, janky ass podcast. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> Uh, speaking of one person hasn't figured out we're janky yet, though, it's our friends over at BetterHelp. We've been talking about <laughs> BetterHelp this week, and um, I I am I'm genuinely a fan. I mean, I've been a fan of therapy for years, but I've always thought there were parts of it that were super inconvenient, right? Like, that's honestly one of the problems of why I stopped going as much when I got to San Diego. I mean, I was going a lot when I was getting divorced, but then it was like my appointments would always be at like three or four in the afternoon and getting over there and traffic would take, I felt like I spent like, a, like an hour in the car. It just almost didn't seem worth it. I was like, I wish we could do, and they couldn't do a phone consultation because like the insurance wouldn't let them do it that way. So the thing with BetterHelp is it's literally the same professional counseling that you can get by going to an office with a professional therapist, licensed professional therapist, but you can do it on your own schedule. You can talk to your counselor literally anytime. Talk, text, messaging, video calls. It's really cool. And I, and I just got started with it, so I, I'm kind of going to share my story as we go through with it. I, Mom, how cool is therapy, though, 1 to 10, just in general? 10 plus. My parents have been married for how many years now? Almost 48. 
And what, I mean, what would happen if you guys went through a rough patch? Would you have made it out, you think, without having therapy? Absolutely not. Yeah. And so we're a big proponent for therapy. This is like, this is like therapy 2020. Uh, and that encompasses a whole lot of different things. 2020, like it's like the latest technology, but also 2020 because everything's gone to hell in 2020. So <laughs> yeah, from depression to stress and to anxiety and relationships and sleeping and trauma and anger and family conflicts, it's uh, LGBT matters, grief, self-esteem. Everything you share is confidential. And I, I want, you know what I really would want the most from this mom? This is what I would love to see with, with since we're now talking about better help, mm-hmm. is I would love to see one person that's always been anxious about having therapy, about doing, you know, I would love to see your process of going through this, you mm-hmm. know, of like getting a therapist and opening up and then being able to come back and kind of talk about all the amazing milestones that you've hit because of it. I mean, I it saved my marriage the first time around therapy did. Mm-hmm. I don't know that it would, if she would have gone the second time, maybe um, <laughs> it's, it's so nice to have somebody else to listen to your issues and to be able to help you guide it. Cause sometimes you're just way too close. And in fact, so many people have been using better help that they are recruiting additional counselors in all 50 States. And we really want you, my mom and I really want you to start living a happier life. We do. We and that's why this do. podcast is here, right? Yes. And, and I believe so, that you have all the answers within you, you need a guide to bring them mm-hmm. out. And that's yep. what good therapy does. That's what it did for me. That's what it did for your dad. And that's why we are here 48 years later, mostly happily married. <laughs> Depends on the day, but <laughs> happier than you were before. So that's, that's all that matters. That's right. Um, as a listener of this podcast, you're going to get 10% off your first month by visiting betterhelp.com slash Kramer. You got to join the over a million people taking charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com. And you got to go to slash Kramer to get that discount. So uh, go check out BetterHelp. Okay, uh, we're going to get to ask my mom here in a couple seconds. Like cheating is so awkward, especially when you're involved and like you don't have anything to do with it. And her situation is just... She can't really get away from it. So we'll explain here and we use your phone calls with Ask My Mom. Two things I want to cover really quick before we get to it. Number one, I want to read this headline to every mother that's been struggling. Uh, women are drinking more than men to cope with the pandemic due to stress at being stuck at home with the kids. <laughs> Betterhelp.com. <laughs> get another <laughs> plug in there for them. Just uh, saying. Uh, just it says that a study finds that U.S. women are reporting greater increased alcohol consumptions during the pandemic compared to men, and it's related to being stuck at home with the children. Um, I, I, if you ever need a place to vent, I would love to hear your your parental frustrations. Like you know, if your kids are just driving you crazy, if you ever want to just call us up eight 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 Kramer eight and just uh, vent, because I always think those calls are funny when your kids are driving you. <laughs> Absolutely insane. And of course, uh, this time of the show, we always say hi to our certified fans too. You guys are greatest. Certified fans are people that can give $5 a month. And that's, uh, that is a very generous donation for the show. And uh, we appreciate it because it's really, it truly right now is paying the bills and uh, you get all kind of perks and uh, we would love to have you as one. And my mom started whoop whooping one day for certified fans. And so now everybody gets a whoop whoop. Uh, so let's say hi to our latest certified fans, Marcy H in Canton, Georgia. Whoop, whoop. Lindy, uh, Lindy S, Lindy S from San Diego, one of our newest certified fans, actually paid for a whole year. Her and Marcy both paid for a whole year up front. So that's awesome. Thank you for that. They get an extra one for that. Uh-huh. Uh, Lisa Y, who is from Chula Vista. 
Whoop, whoop. And uh, my friend Herman, Herman C, <laughs> is – I'll tell you a funny story about Herman really quick because he actually just called the show today. He um, was a – he lives in Chicago and he just happened to be on – I think he just came to San Diego. He may have had one of his kids stationed here because it's a big military town. Uh-huh. And he just started listening to the radio show and just became a fan and then would listen back from Chicago. So now he switched over. Actually, I'll, let me play his, his, his voicemail really quick. Okay. Kramer, this is Herman, your number one fan from Chicago. So you got to make me the Chicago ambassador, of course. Just wishing you all the best as always, and I know you're going to hit it big pretty soon. I wish you'd come to Chicago. We could use somebody like you over here, so keep that in mind. Stay strong. Hope to see you soon. Take care. He's a nice guy, man. That's a nice guy. You never know. It's just cool how we literally have like a radio family all over the country now. You know, I know. Like, I think instead of awesome. certified fans, it should be certified fam. Uh, what do you think about that? We should actually start that 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 conversation over in the uh, the certified fans. I think so. Uh, Facebook group. Yeah. Do you want to be yeah, a fan or do you want to be a fam? Because we are a big fam. I love. No, it is. It's cool. It's it. cool. I love it. Okay, okay we gotta get to. Wait a minute. No, no, no. Oh. I didn't give him his whoop whoop. It's and he's been oh please waiting. oh yeah please. He's been waiting for weeks because he and I have been having conversation <laughs> about it. Right. Uh, okay. Well, let okay. me be quiet. Then you go ahead. Ready? Whoop whoop. that one sounded like you were in danger um okay ask my mom twice a week we do this because there's a lot going on and we say listen better help is a much better option than us but hey when you're desperate we're here too uh it's when you can literally ask us you know you get some some something going on and like you're just trying to get to the bottom of it you need some advice and we're here so like if you've been through something like this it makes it a whole lot more beneficial than people that just have an opinion. Like sometimes we've been through it, but if it's you and you're like, Oh my gosh, I've been through this total, this exact same situation. Here's what I did. And you should either do it or you shouldn't do it. And that's really where like the segment comes alive. So listen and see if you've got some advice for this situation. Okay. It says, uh, you're a cheese. Uh, I guess this is the DM. So it said you're a cheese mozo. So you can appreciate this, a topic for you and your mom for sure. My husband and I moved to El Cajon four years ago. El Cajon is a suburb here in San Diego. Uh, and it made, uh, and we made really good friends with our neighbors. I would consider them B-level friends, as you say. Ha ha. Um, she's referring to, however, I rate my friendships to people. Like I give them a grade, but like a B friend, right? That makes sense, right? Like it's not your A friend. A friend, but your best friend. But a B, a B friend is like, you know, they're, they're still really close, but they're not like your best friend. Uh, she goes on to say, our daughters play together all the time now. Uh, before coronavirus, we'd all have backyard barbecues. He, the husband, actually loaned me his extra car for three weeks while mine was in the body shop. We're close. I got laid off in April, and he started working from home a little time before that. A- about a month ago, that she's most so I am, I started noticing that when she leaves with her daughter, I'm guessing that means the wife, uh, the daughter stays with her mom during the day. This woman that I've never seen pulls up it didn't really strike me as odd until i saw the same woman day after day i started keeping track and it's at least a few times a week but never when the wife is home i look for a car and never on the weekends it makes me really mad because i really like both of them but i think he's cheating on her i can't really prove this i don't know who this woman is but i am good enough friends with the wife uh and with her daughter to really feel upset my husband says it's really none of my business, but if my man was cheating on me while I went to work every day, I would want I would want her to say something to me. 
Kramer, fellow chismoso, what do I do? Well, this is, yeah, you've come to the right show for this, man. I might get all into this kind of stuff. I get all into this kind of stuff. All my neighbors are like in their 80s, so there's no, there's nobody cheating on nobody over here. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, this, this goes, in, we've seen a situation like this before on the show, but I think this is even more interesting because you don't, you're not really quite sure, but I would say it is kind of interesting if a woman keeps showing up to a house over and over and over again, and it's never when the wife is home. Mm. Uh, Mom, what are your, what are your initial thoughts on this? Does she say something? Would you want to know? Like, let's just say that every time you went to Kroger, <laughs> so you don't really go anywhere else. Right. Um, that like a woman was coming over. Like, would you want to know that? Would you think that's any, cause your neighbor's name is gay, right? Mm-hmm. Would you want, would you want gay to come over and tell you that there's some woman coming in your house or, or no? Or would you want to say something if you were, if you were the neighbor? Unfair question because I've been married for 48 years. Um, <laughs> and nobody's coming in your house. And nobody is coming to my house. Nor am I worried about anyone wanting to come to my house. Just saying. But, I don't know. Dad can meet somebody at Shag. You know, I don't know. He's it's the Shag dancing group. Shag. I don't know. It's, it's his, uh, his, his, his cowboy club. Uh, they might. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> yes, I would say this is probably not the cleaning lady. First of all, yeah. and right. secondly, I would suggest that she talk to the husband and tell him what she knows and confront him and say, but is, that, is it any hey, of her business really? Well, I mean, it is because they're friends and she loves the wife and the daughter. I mean, if, if that were... If if I were in that situation, I honestly, not at 48 years of marriage, but, uh, you know, I would want to know that. I would want to know that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So would you literally go up? I, I can't see you doing that, Mom. Like, don't give advice you wouldn't actually do. Would you Would you literally go up to him and be like, hey, so I've just been seeing this woman coming out of your house. And I just want to confront you about that. Well, you wouldn't do that. Um, I wouldn't say it exactly like that. Maybe. What would you say? Word for word, what would you say? Maybe I would say, you know, I've been noticing (laughs) that after your daughter and your wife are gone every day, that there is a, a woman coming to your house. And I just have to say to you that I am really curious about that. I know it is none of my business. But he I'm, gave you his car. Right. Exactly. Like, so that means like he's helped close, you out. They're close friends. That means they're close friends. And I would say, I really hope you and your wife are okay. And then let him say it's the cleaning lady. Huh. Have you ever have you ever been in a spot like that before, Mom? Have you ever known there's an affair going on, like in real life? Mm, no, not that I can remember. Yeah, yeah, because I'm that's that's who we really have you because uh, yes, but it was my friend that was having the affair. And so it was a whole lot different. Like it was my, like, like, like he, I wasn't really friends with his wife. Mm-hmm. So, uh, it was more like buddy, buddy talk. Right. Mm-hmm. And like he was, he confided in me. Gotcha. And so I didn't have to, 
be like looking out the window. You didn't have a relationship with her. With her. With her real. I just I just knew of her. Gotcha. You know, we we knew each other, but I I he was my friend. Gotcha. Um I just don't know. This is just such a tricky one because you're just not that close and you just don't know the truth. You know? Right. So if you're asking me what would I do, I wouldn't I wouldn't say anything. I mean, I wouldn't say a word. Uh, I just, that's, but that's just my personality. I just don't really put my, I like to watch the drama unfold, but I'm not going to go like stir it up. Right. Like I'm just not, that's just not my personality to really be that bold and be like, I heard that I saw this woman come in your house and blah, blah, blah. But there's some people that are like that. You know, there's some people that can do that and feel comfortable. I just, that's just not me. I'm a little more bashful than that. Uh, but you know, who we need to talk to is people that have done it before, you know, like confronted Yes. Cheaters. Yes. Uh, or even cheating situations. Like if yes. it sounds like you, would love for you to call in 888 Kramer 8. 888 K R A M E R 8. Because we want to know how did you handle that situation? Did you did you go in and like say something? And then how did that turn out? Because imagine like they're your neighbors, and then if it goes bad, mm. you gotta still see each other all the time. So <laughs> Mm-hmm. Ugh, I don't know. This is a tough one. Uh, I I would not. 888-Kramer8. 888-K-R-A-M-E-R-8. Give me a call and we'll uh, we'll get you on the show later on this week. All right, Mom. What do you think? Good show today? I think it's good. All right. We'll have a good night. We'll do it again tomorrow, okay? Okay, darling. Love you forever. Okay, let's do some good news and I'll let you get out of here for today. We'll talk about a girl named Trinity. And Trinity's got a best friend whose name is Alexis. Well, back in 2014, um, Alexis gets diagnosed with this uh, disease called spinal muscular atrophy type 2. It's a rare and serious degenerative disease. And um, all of a sudden she gets hospitalized. Well, while she's in the hospital, Trinity's like, man, I wish there was like a superhero that I could introduce Alex to so that she feels like she's not fighting this alone. She says, seeing what my best friend was going through, I wanted to do more for others like her. She said, we'd watch all the movies that she had lining her room, and I took note of how drained she was. She had nobody to look up to while she was going through that battle. Well, Trinity's first instinct was like, hey, let me reach out to Disney, see if they can do that, maybe make some more movies about characters with disabilities or special needs, right? And she said she wrote a bunch of letters and made YouTube videos, and Disney never responded. So she's like, you know what? All right, I'm going to do this myself. She created a nonprofit, and then she actually started to write and illustrate her own books featuring local special needs kids. So Alexis sees all of her efforts and she's like thrilled when this comic book gets released with, you know, heroes with disabilities and says it was one of the best gifts a child could ever receive. I was so excited when I realized what she was doing. I'm going to take this process of what she did because this is like crazy for a 17-year-old. Um, she's like, hey, mom. Her mom's like, I got an entrepreneurial side. She's like, hey, mom, like, I want to start this business. She's like, I want to start this uh, comic book. And the mom's like, well, you got to register your business. Then she had to figure out how to illustrate and bring her characters to life. And so she found this inexpensive drawing pad that she could connect to her computer. And she started to use Amazon's got these publishing tools. She said, I put the whole entire thing together and they would just print it out for me. So to this date, Trinity has written and illustrated three books so far. She says, I love all the kids I write about and they inspire me. I actually illustrated Alexis's brother, who also has spinal muscular atrophy. His book is called Zappy Zane. And her other books are called Alice the Ace and The Weak Hand Squad Saves the Day. And she's 17 years old, y'all. So that's amazing. 
and another cool kid, but this time on the other side of the world. It's a nine-year-old Kenyan boy who was presented with a special presidential award after he built his very own hand-washing sink to help prevent the spread of the coronavirus. The kid's name is Stephen, spelled like mine very difficultly, (laughs) S-T-E-P-H-E-N. Thanks, Mom. Uh, He managed to construct this little sanitary station just using a bucket, a few pieces of wood, and some basic tools. What it does is the, the the mechanism is actually triggered by there's a foot pedal at the bottom of the station so you can wash your hands without actually having to come in contact with the surface at all. Stephen was inspired to make this after he was watching the news and the reports on the, you know, having to avoid contact to spread the coronavirus. So his dad said, I had bought some pieces of wood to make a wood frame, and when I came back home after work one day, I found that Stephen actually made the machine. <laughs> The concept was his, and I helped tighten the machine. I'm very proud. I was really touched when I realized my young boy could listen to that extent. And I'm so proud to say that he's among us, the heroes that are fighting against the infection of this virus across the world. They shared a picture on Facebook, and it went viral. So Stephen then builds a second one, now plans to build even more. In return, the Kenyan president awarded him the prestigious Presidential Order of Service last month. Stephen starts doing some interviews, and he's like, I really want to be an engineer when I grow up. So then the governor of Kenya says, listen, I I will provide you a a scholarship once you're old enough to attend college. I was at nine. I wasn't building anything, but I I made a DJ. I used to do mobile DJ work when I was a kid, and I made like a a coffin, if you will, to be able to carry the the equipment around. That's the only thing I built. It was a terrible disaster, but I'm so proud of this boy. And if you go to the show notes, you can actually see the video of this and just how he all put it together because it's really cool. And I just realized that some of you may have just sat through a 45-minute podcast uh, thinking that maybe I was lying and that Kanye West actually is a part of this podcast and you're now gravely disappointed he's not. So I thought I'd leave you with this instead. One of my favorite comedians is Hassan Minaj. I think he's so funny. And he's talking about his uh, his, his experience at a Kanye West concert. It's kind of close to having Kanye on, right? I'll tell you guys about a very interesting experience I had. I got to go see one of my favorite rappers live. I got to see Kanye West live in concert. Kanye to the, yeah. Big fan of his, but I realize he's the most arrogant rapper ever. Uh, he, he was just on this thing called the Glow in the Dark Tour, and what he'll do is he'll perform for like an hour and a half on a planet, right? He'll get off stage, and then he'll come back on stage and start talking about how great he is, right? That's what he did. He performed for like 90 minutes, and he got back on stage, and he's like, yeah, you're rocking with the best in the world. And everyone's like, yeah, we love you, Kanye. And uh, he's like, I'm in competition with no one. It is me against the history books. He starts comparing himself to people in like musical history, right? He's like, I am John Lennon. I am the Beatles. I am Bono. I am U2. I am Prince. I am Madonna. It's like, holy shit, Kanye. They don't even do hip hop. Like, why do you have (laughs) beef with people that don't even play the same genre of music as you? Then he took it a step further, started comparing himself to people in history. He's like, I am Malcolm X. I am Mahatma Gandhi. I am Mother Teresa. I am Martin Luther King Jr. And it's like, all right, slow down. Martin Luther King Jr. was assassinated fighting for civil liberties and human rights, okay? Kanye West got in a car accident and wrote the song Gold Digger. Like, I don't know, how do you, how do you compare the two, Kanye? It's like, oh, have you heard Stronger? I don't know, have you heard I Have a Dream? There's a difference, Kanye. Big difference. <laughs> that video's in the show notes. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening to the show today. I would love it if we could get just like one person listening 
to like become a certified fan right now. You've been thinking about it. You like the podcast. You've made it this far. If you can just uh, text the word fans, F-A-N-S, to 888-Kramer8, and we can keep this show going. And I would appreciate your uh, your donation. I really would. It'd be so helpful. So thank you so much for doing that. I love you, and I'll see you tomorrow for a uh, one of our final dating disasters. And this one actually was all, all my fault. So tomorrow's show. See you then. Love you. Bye. Okay. That's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.